Ladies and gentlemen, federal employees, today we're talking about why special provision federal employees, that's firefighters, air traffic controllers, law enforcement, you folks, you know who you are, why your pensions are so much bigger even when your careers are the same length as other people and some of the other key benefits and downsides of being special provision. So that's what we're going to dive into today. And if you're new here, so good to have you. My name is Dallin Haas. I'm a financial planner who serves federal employees just like you every day. And I absolutely love it. Okay, let's dive in. Here's the culprit right here. This is why special provision federal employees get more bang for every year they put in as a federal employee. And this is it. They get a 1.7% multiplier. Okay, what is a multiplier? Well, when your pension is being calculated, whether it's special provisions or traditional, everyone's got a multiplier. Basically, this is the this is the percentage of your high three that you get for every year you work as a federal employee. Okay, a traditional first employee gets one percent, one percent. A special provisions gets one point seven, so almost double. A special provision gets almost double the bang, the benefit, in their pension for every single year they work. Again, a traditional FERS only gets 1%. However, a special provision gets 1.7%. Okay, so if, let's say, a traditional FERS has 20 years of service and a special provision has 20 years of service, well, again the special provision is going to have almost double the pension. Not quite double, it's not quite double, but almost double the pension because their multiplier is 1.7 instead of 1%, okay? Now, here's the deal. Special provision federal employees, they do contribute more of their salary into the pension system. However, they, they still do get just more bang for the buck for every year they put in. Now, Here's the deal. It's not all daisies, roses, sunshine over on the special provision side. You know, if you are one, those jobs are stressful, right? They're high intensity. They generally require youth and energy and stamina and generally people can't do it forever. However, to be able to get this 1.7% multiplier, you've got to hit the requirements. And that is, you've got to have enough special provision time. And what I mean by this is there's an all or nothing um, requirement for this. So you've got to have at least the 20 or 25 years of service, depending on your age, of special provision time to get the 1.7. It's an all or nothing thing. So for example, let's say you do 10 years as an air traffic controller, and then you jump over to a traditional FERS position after that, where well, you don't have the 20 years needed as a special provision employee, so you're not going to get that 1.7. You'd fall back under the normal traditional FERS rules of the 1% multiplier, okay? Again, you've got to have that 20, 25 years of service. Now, let me actually break that down. If you have 20 years of service and you're over age 50, boom, you're eligible to retire under a special provision retirement. Or if you have 25 years at any age, you could be under age 50 in that example, um, in this instance, then you can get the 1.7%. But if you don't hit one of those requirements, again, you don't get the 1.7. You've got to hit one of those or else you fall under the normal rules of 1%. Okay, so if you're special provisions, you've got to get that 20 year, 25 year mark, whatever it may be for you to be able to get this benefit. It's all or nothing. Okay, 
Now, here's the deal. Another thing to watch out for is the traditional FERS federal employees here. If you're, any of you are watching this, sneaking in and watching the special provision content here, um, you know that your multiplier is 1% unless, unless you retire at age 62 with 20 years. If you retire at age 62 and 20 years, your multiplier goes to 1.1%. It gets a 10% bonus by making it to age 62 in 20 years, okay? Again, this is for traditional FERS, right? However, some special provisions say, hey, do I get a 10% bonus if I work till 62 with at least 20 years? Um, and the answer is no. If you qualify for this 1.7, you do not qualify for, let's say, the 1.1 or anything like that. You, you do not qualify for that. Um, you do not qualify for this bonus that happens at 62 and 20 if you are getting the 1.7% multiplier. Now, let me actually make one clarification, okay? I'm jumping around a little bit, but just in efforts to give, give you all the information, all the facts, okay? This 1.7% multiplier for special provisions only applies to the first 20 years of service, okay? For the first 20 years of service, okay? So if you work as a, let's say, board patrol agent or some law enforcement, whatever, special provision, federal employee, let's say you work 25 years, okay? For the first 20, you get 1.7% multiplier. For anything above 20, you get 1%, okay? You get 1% for anything above the 20. So you get the most bang for your buck for that first 20. You still get some bang after the first 20, but it's not as much. It's not as much. So that's why some, some people that are special provisions say, hey, look, I'm going to work until I am got my 20 years and then I'm getting out. I'm going to get the most bang for my buck. Then I'm going to go do something else. It depends on your goals and what you want to do after that. However, that's what some people do. Okay. But as a recap of this, if you qualify for that 1.7, there is no bonus that you get at 62 to get any extra multiplier. You get 1.7 for the first 20 and 1% after that period done. Okay. Now, last, this is actually a perk. Kind of, there's pros and cons, but there's a perk of being special provision is the, the supplement, the first supplement. Now, here's the deal. If you don't know what the first supplement is, when you retire under special provision rules, you get a couple things. First, you are able to get a pension, right? That's a monthly check for the government for the rest of your life. We love that, okay? However, on top of that, if you retire before age 62, you can get what they call the FERS supplement, the FERS supplement. This is an additional payment on top of your pension that lasts until 62. So let's say you retire at age 50. You've got your 20 years of special provision time. You retire, you're 50. You're going to get the FERS supplement until 62, okay? And generally speaking, normal traditional for, uh, federal employees, so normal folks, non-special provision, they have to wait at least until their minimum retirement age, which is around 57, to be eligible for the supplement, okay? For this first supplement. So special provisions are able to retire earlier, to get a pension right away at a higher multiplier, and to get the first supplement earlier. So get it for a longer period of time, so therefore being eligible to retire earlier, okay? Now, one thing to keep in mind is there is a earnings test for that first supplement, okay? An earnings test. And what is an earnings test? An earnings test is, you might have heard about it, 
if, is if you make over certain limits, they are going to start taking back a piece of this first supplement. Your pension, they'll never touch. So even if you go work another job, they don't care. However, this supplement, they care. They care. And if you're making over certain limits, they're going to start taking it back. And the limit is about $20,000 roughly in 2024, roughly, okay? A little more than that, but about 20 grand. So if you make over that $20,000 mark, they're going to start reducing your first supplement potentially all the way down to zero if you're making um, a decent amount of money. Basically, for every $2, $2 you make over this limit, they're going to reduce your first supplement by a dollar. So if your first supplement is 20 grand a year and you make 40 grand over the limit, then your first supplement goes down to zero. Okay, that's roughly how it works. However, however, with all that being said, this earnings test, when they start looking at your income and watching, say, hey, are, there, are they making over that earnings list? Can we take away their first supplement? That only starts happening for, for special provisions at your minimum retirement age, which again is your MRA, which is around age 57. For most of you, it's gonna be about 57. Okay, so if you retire at 50, they don't care what you make. You go work a, a private sector job, make you know 200 grand a year, whatever you make, right? They don't care until you hit your MRA. Your minimum retirement age, which again is around age 57 for most people, okay? So those are some of the key differences. First, as a special provision employee, you get that 1.7% multiplier for the first 20. We love that, okay? You got to make sure you have enough special time though. You've got to have those 20 years, 25 years, or you, you fall back under the normal rules, which are just less generous. Okay. Next, you do not get anything at 62 and 20. You don't get a bonus or anything. You got 1.7 for the first 20. So you don't get anything above and beyond that. Okay. Next, you get the first supplement early, which is great. Just watch out for that earnings test that happens at your minimum retirement. So this, these are some of the key differences and things to watch out for as a special provisions. If there's anything I missed that you say, hey, what about this, what about that? Please put, the, put it in the comments below. We'll all learn and grow and get better together. So I hope that's helpful. Have an incredible rest of your day. I'll see you guys next time.